The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. When Robert the Bruce, King of Scotland, invaded the Isle of Man, he had to capture Castle Russian in the first place to secure the island, like any other invader. This he did after a four-week siege, when the castle garrison surrendered on Tuesday, June the 21st, 1313. The place was far from impregnable. It was not the great grey pile that now dominates Castletown. The oldest part of the castle, as we know it today, is the central keep and gatehouse built about 1250. In 1313, this originally three-storey structure with thick stone walls was surrounded by what could be described as a moat, but was little more than a ditch, while the outer defensive works were a surrounding timber palisade. Robert the Bruce invaded at a time when possession of the island was bitterly disputed by England and Scotland. He and his fleet put into Ramsey Bay on May the 18th, 1313. His army marched to Douglas, where he spent the night at the nunnery. The next morning he and his men made a forced march south to Castle Russian. The historical record reveals little about the actual fighting that followed, but there is a lot of room for informed speculation and this tells us that Robert the Bruce was unlikely to have a large and well-equipped force because of having to rely on a small fleet of sailing ships to carry it. Also, he would not have had cannons. They were not in practical use in warfare at the time. He would have had primitive siege engines capable of hurling large stones weighing up to 60 pounds, a distance of 250 paces. It's also believed that the besiegers might have used these to hurl other things at their enemies, like rotting corpses of people and animals, which would make life for the defending garrison extremely unpleasant and were very likely a greater threat to health than big stones. All we really know is that the castle garrison put up a spirited defence, and their capitulation came suddenly for reasons not known, although starvation might have come into it but this was unlikely over a period of only four weeks. In the event, it is alleged that Robert the Bruce subjected Castle Russian to extensive damage after his victory. This was said to be his way of doing things. But it seems more reasonable that having taken the castle, he would wish to keep it in good order, because it was the key to holding the Isle of Man, and it was expected that the English would be coming back to restore their rule. In fact, they were back in control of the island twenty years later. Presumably, Robert the Bruce had cleared off back to Scotland. Meanwhile, the strategic importance of Castle Russian had now been clearly established, and after 1313, its outer defences were strengthened, until in 1377 it came under attack again, this time, strange as it might seem, by French pirates. What they were doing in the Irish Sea remains a matter of not a little mystery. The strengthening and enlargement of Castle Russian started in the 1340s and continuing in the late 16th century brought us close to what we have today, acknowledged to be one of the finest examples of an intact medieval castle in the British Isles. This was much to do with its impregnability, which was never tested seriously after Robert the Bruce's efforts but there was another threat, which was nothing less than neglect of this mighty building towards the end of the 19th century, and its destructive use as a prison and a place for the detention of what were called lunatics. 
It took a lieutenant governor to recognize that something had to be done. This man was the aristocratic and autocratic Lord Raglan, who was in office from 1902 to 1918, and he was the driving force of having the castle comprehensively restored and given its proper place in the governance of the Isle of Man and in the glories of Manx national heritage.